and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Oh. Oh. Bakers. Oh my God. What a night of sports it was. Some big numbers in the baseball box scores. Some big numbers in the baseball box scores. That's fun. NBA game seven. Araldis Chapman debate. The kids were mad at me last night, BBD. I'll try to clear the air on it. Coming up after this. Oh, boy. How's everybody doing today? Welcome to Wake and Jake. That was producer BBD in the corner. I am Jake Storielli. I'm 5'7", 185 right now. I'm a Libra. Um, We can save that. For the end of the show We are coming live from the Roosevelt Studios R-S-V-L-T-S I'm wearing a Roosevelt shirt right now So if you think I look good It's all because of the shirt right now <laughs> It's all because of the shirt right now And if you don't, it's not because of the shirt Yeah, right that's that's a very good point, BBD uh, BBD, let's get into the game tonight Because it's not the Yankees raise And I want to talk about the Chapman stuff I, I think I'm going to have a nice two-minute dialogue on it so we can maybe clip it later. That's a little That's a little behind the scenes for everyone in the biz. Hope everyone's having a good hump day. Let's bring those commercials back. The game of the night, we told you this was most likely going to be the game of the night, and it ended up being the Utah Jazz versus the Denver Nuggets. Game 7. The best words in sports. I remember being back at Berkeley. I can't do a Bill Walton. This series has been awesome. Mitchell versus Murray. Two guys who are like the same size. I didn't realize that till kind of after the game. They play very differently. But Mitchell and Murray, man. Oh, my phone just started doing the Siri thing where it starts reading your words. So it just had that whole Mitchell-Murray thing going on. So that was fun. Mm. And, man, this was a sloppy game seven. This was a tired game seven. Um Nuggets had a pretty good lead at the half. Utah scored 15 points in the second. They had 36 points at halftime. Uh, you know, this team has been lighting it up against the Nuggies, but they fight back. And when I say they fight back, it was Donovan Mitchell. He starts making some ugly floaters to get them on the board. And BBD, let me start going through the stats before we get to what happens down the end. Uh, Murray... Has 17 points. Jokic has 30. Mitchell has 22. Gobert has 19. Those are the only players in this game that had more than 10 points. Two people on each team had more than 10 points. I mean, absolutely nutty. Gobert with 18 boards, too. Good for him. Jokic with 14. Down the stretch, this game gets a little out of control. Mitchell's fighting back. Uh, the Nugs go the other way. They have a layup to seal the deal. They miss it. They should have pulled it out, and Mike Conley at the buzzer rims out on it. Uh, 
Uh, so tough. Uh, it was cool to see the Jazz fight. I thought Mitchell was going to do it. That's kind of what I've been saying all series. If this Mitchell come, if this series came down to one player, I thought it was going to be Donovan Mitchell taking over and winning it. Jokic ends up hitting what's basically the game winner. He hits like an old school hook shot. Uh, classic big man move. Pivot, pivot, hook shot. My nugs advance. Um, which is funny, I call them my Nuggets because I ended up rooting for Utah by the end of this game. But the Nuggets move on. The Jazz were missing Bojan. What was it, Bojanovic? Am I saying that right? I think so. Bogdanovic. Someone will tell you. It's rude. Mix those guys up a little bit. Uh, the fact that the Jazz gave the Nuggets this much of a fight was a little surprising. Slash, they also went up 3-1. Not supposed to blow a 3-1 lead. Conley missed the first couple games. Nuggets advance, uh, Jamal Murray took a step, but this definitely was tired, a lot of short jump shots, better defense, it was a game seven, uh, so good for the Nuggets, man, if Mike Conley makes that shot, Conley, two for 13, my god, that's stinky, that's really stinky, and if he made that one shot, nobody would have cared, and it rims okay. in and out. Uh, check out the Conley shot if you didn't see it If you saw it right there, cool I mean, that was to win the game And then that's where I get mad Because if you're going to say something about Mitchell or Murray If that shot went in Then you'd say the opposite Like, if if Mike Conley If Mike Conley makes a three-point shot You're saying Mitchell carried that team to victory So you can't blame him for the loss And it's kind of the same with Murray Both of them balled out They set the record for most points scored by two opponents since Jordan and Barkley. Jeez. So that's pretty cool. So that's pretty cool. So go Those check are the that guys out. guys you're doing the first thing since. Yeah. Those are pretty good ones. So uh, a little basketball for the folks. I know a baseball company, and we had some big baseball news yesterday, and I want to talk about it. Uh, like I said, uh, I kind of got in the – in the weeds last night Slash the kids were mad at me BBD And I'm a man of the people So I was wondering why the kids were so mad at me And if you didn't see The Yanks and Rays played last night John Boy came out with another Fantastic breakdown All time Top top five for me You might see a John Boy breakdown list coming soon Teaser the Rays and Yankees have history at this point. I think we just rolled going back to 2017. Andrew Kittredge threw at Romine. It was at his head. The famous CC Sabathia, that's for you, bitch, game. All of it. This ties more so into this year, I think. It's just that these two teams have been good for a while, and they play each other a lot. A lot of these guys aren't in love with each other, and that's fine. That's, that's what all of you want when it comes to sports these days. Everyone gets mad at the NBA guys for being buddies, the banana boat crew. So we come into this year, and the Rays have been dominating the Yanks. There's no other way to label it. Um, I think they were 6-1 and one coming into this game, 7-1, and one, something like that. I think 7-1. and one. Yanks come back today, uh, and there were some pitches up and in by the Rays yesterday. I think one specifically that got away a little too much. It was like over LeMahieu's head. And, you know, they were pitching in the series before this. They talked smack to Paxton a couple starts ago. Things were hot. And with the pitches up and in yesterday, Tanaka hits Wendell. I believe it's on purpose. Uh, He threw two pitches at Wendell. Tanaka's got really good control. It seemed like there was something going on there. If you want to fight it, fine. 
whatever. But Jake, the thing you're not including there yeah. is that I don't want that to be true. Right, I know. I know. We're Yankees fans. That's That's what's that? Two fastest pitches he's thrown all season from John Boy from the top ropes. Here it is. I'm going to lay it all out for you. Araldis Chapman comes in. He intends to throw up and in, and he does. He does it back to Joey Wendell. Chapman looked pretty good, by the way. Chapman looked pretty good. And here's the problem, BBD, and this is why the kids were fighting me and I didn't realize what was happening. Do I think Araldis Chapman threw at Mike Brousseau's head? No. No. Do I think Araldis Chapman meant to throw up and in, and Araldis Chapman then threw the ball that ended up at Mike Brousseau's head? Yes. And that's, that was the miscommunication I was having with everyone yesterday. So, technically, no. Araldis Chapman wasn't trying to hit Mike Brousseau in the head. If that's the win you want, you got it. But we almost need one of those flow charts. Did you try to throw up and in? Yes. And then it's where did the pitch go? Because the rule is you can't throw above the shoulders. You can't throw at the head. This is why the Yankees were mad, because pitches were above the head last night. So no, Araldis Chapman was not aiming at Mike Brousseau's head. Was Araldis Chapman trying to throw up and in to send a message? A hundred percent. And and if you're going to do that, there's one place you can't miss. And it's up by the head. And it was right at his head. It's exactly where his head was. It was right at his head. So, that's kind of my stance on it. The kids didn't like that. I think it was a little bit of a miscommunication. Because I, I get, when was the last time someone's like thrown at somebody's dome? Like, I'm coming to take you out. I don't think that happens anymore. Like, people reference the Joe Kelly stuff. A, Joe Kelly was very wild. Araldis Chapman didn't have a three-ball count that inning. One inning pitch, one strikeout, zero hits, zero walks. No three-ball counts. Chapman looked pretty good. Joe Kelly, because people called us out on this because they were like, you guys saw Joe Kelly shots. Joe Kelly was wild as hell. It was a 3-0 count, and then he threw a spinner over Correa's head. That's different. And I'm sorry if, if you can't interpret why that is different, but it is. Um, and I do think Kelly was very genuinely wild that inning. He walked, guys. He threw it away. Um, so that's my take on that. Probably clip that out because some, some of the people were mad at me. And I guess if you want to disagree, you can, but if you don't think... Oh, so this was the other counter-argument. Why would Chapman be willing to risk the hitter hitting the batter to put the tying run on base? I partially get it. That's In theory, that's really good baseball, to not hit a batter to put the tying run at bat. <laughs> Two-run game. Do you think Araldis Chapman, one of the most dominant pitchers in the game's history, and that's not adding anything. Like, I have facts that go with it. It's not hyperbolic. He strikes out half the hitters he's faced. He has the fastest pitches in MLB history, right? Yep. Like He used to have a Chapman filter on the, like, season velocity shit. If you think Araldis Chapman is worried about putting a batter on with two outs because he might lose the game, that's not how athletes think. 
That's get not the next how, guy. They always think they're getting the next guy, especially Araldus Chapman. So uh, that's my counter argument to that. Um, I do get it from a baseball strategy standpoint. That's not the best. Wouldn't it be what you'd want to do? Araldus Chapman does not care. Araldus Chapman does not care. He was trying to send a message. Where the message end up was the problem. And I, again, I would just say try to strap on the other shoes, people. If you were a Rays fan, or if it was the Yankees, and you saw a pitch go by DJ's head, or Voight's head, we saw a pitch go by DJ's head. We didn't like it. <laughs> that's the whole. That's how this happened. But if you saw one go at their head, DJ, Hicks, Gary. Missed by milliseconds. Judge, never mind Judge or Glaber. Everybody loses their mind. My father was an alcoholic, a drinker, and a fiend. Um, so that's my rant on that. BBD, let's do the actual baseball games. That had to, that had to get out of the way. It was the story of sports. So if you still disagree with me, tweet at me. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. That was, that was a combination of Shaggy and the Joker. <laughs> that's pretty good. Someone in the chat just said that. Uh, let's do the rest of the baseball last night. The Yanks ended up winning that game 5-3. to three. Um, Tanaka looked pretty good, so that was good for the Yanks. They have the rubber match today, kind of must watch. We'll see what's going on there. Someone in the chat just said the Jaker. That's also good. Marlins, they beat the Jays 3-2. to two. Starling Marte, new addition to the team, hits the game-winning home run in the eighth. The Marlins are doing it, baby. Get excited for that. John, birdie, 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 rocket everywhere. Two for two with the home run. Robbie Ray and Starling Marte faced each other. They were teammates yesterday. <laughs> they were teammates yesterday, and then they faced each other, so that's cool. Braves 10, Red Sox 3. Ozuna hits three Yabos. You will hear about him later. Darno 3 for 5. Ian Anderson, probably more importantly for the Braves, another good start. They need him to be good going forward. Philly 6, Nat 0. Aaron Nola, 8 innings. Shuddy, he is nasty. I love Nola. Uh, Alec Bohm. The big prospect with a homer. And Kutch with the three-run yacker. He started to get it going. Good for him. Orioles 9, Mets 5. Renato Nunez, two homers. He's kind of good. <laughs> Orioles have some good players. Uh, Santander with a home run. Mets on a five-game skid, six-game skid, something like sure. that. Sorry, uh, Mets. Cardinals put up a 16-burger on the red. Sonny Gray gets knocked around. Brad Miller having a good season now? Isn't this his second multi-homer game of recent memory? Yeah. Seven RBIs, Colton Wong, four for four. Sonny doesn't make it out of the first, but he only gives up five hits, so his streak's still alive. That's pretty lame. Cubs, Pirates. Key Brian Hayes gets the call. We've got a good clip of Talking Baseball when we talked to Cole Tucker about him earlier this year before the season. Charlie Hayes' son, if you remember him. Um he has a huge game. <laughs> it's a game-tying homer. He scores a game-tying run later. But Ian Happ, a friend of the program, he ends up hitting the go-ahead RBI in the 11th. Cubs 8, Pirates 7. Tigers 12, Brewers run. Jeez, Victor Reyes, big game. He's a good young player. Tigers don't sleep on him. Brewers, the NL Central stinks. I think I'm going to start taking points away from the Cubs. Yeah. Getting to face uh, all these teams who are not... The Reds don't win. The Brewers don't win. We like them. They don't win. They're finding ways to lose. 
Yes. Cleveland 10, Royals 1, Fran Mill. My guy, I love Fran Mill Reyes. If you like a good power hitter, check out Fran Mill. He is a beast. Five for five yesterday with a homer. And Zach Plesek was in the news for different reasons. He comes back. He has another really good start. And you start to, I don't know, the Clevenger Clevenger trade, I think, is going to make more and more sense every day. Cleveland's got pitching. So if one of those prospects pans out, it's worthwhile. White Sox 2, Twins 3, Buxton and Pineda both return. Big Mike on the round. Nelson Cruz, 3 for 3. Buxton, I think he has the game winner in this one, um, the run that puts him ahead. Man, the Twins needed this. This stops their six-game losing streak, and they need to stop the White Sox from winning because they were getting real hot. And in the West, the Rangers beat the Strohs in 10. That's right. I forgot this was part of late-night Twitter last night. We got a, a balk, an error. Pretty good Astros collapse. Rangers get the dub. That's bad. And I think Elvis Andrews homered off Ryan Presley. So is Elvis off Presley. It's good stuff. Ah, ah, ah. Giants 23, Rockies 5. <laughs> Come on. These were tough. Um, A. Dick, Alex Dickerson, 5 for 6 with 3 homers. He hit another ball off the wall. 4-15, it would have been out in every other stadium. It would have been 4-homer day. It kind of stinks. It's kind of cool. He said some like he tied some total base marks and stuff like that, so that's cool. And that, yeah, Giants scored twenty three. That's not a not a joke. Twenty three to six. Dodgers six. D backs three. Chris Taylor, Taylor gang four RBIs. Julio Arias with a good game. Nick Ahmed, UConn homer. So that's the baseball. BBD. What's up, dude? What do we miss in the baseball? What did I miss? Notepad time. Whoa. Didn't write anything important down. Mm. Pineda back from suspension. I don't know if we right. want to talk more about that. Right. He, I don't think he thought it was going to last till September. Right. But that's what happens when you have COVID. Domingo yeah. also probably doesn't think he would. Didn't think he would still be out a year later. Right. That is so. Cr- hey guys, follow the rules. That is crazy to watch about BBD screenshot. We got four twenty watching right now. Ah, make it happen. Nobody leave. Someone commented in the chat. Just went up to 423. The only time I've been mad more people have been watching. What a slate of baseball, man. Huge numbers on the board. 23, 16, 12. When a 16 burger is in is not the most a team put up in the day. That's probably rare. I don't know. Maybe it's not. That's nuts, man. That's nuts. Uh, great day of baseball. We're going to be talking a little more baseball when it comes to our bro of the nights. There was one other basketball game last night, one other shooty hoops match, and it was another good one, man. Uh, the Jazz Nuggets game was great. It was a game seven, so it meant more. This was game two of the Boston Raptors series, and uh, the Raptors had the lead for a little while. Siakam finishes 17-8-6. OG Anobi. Anobi. Pacers, oh, just lost the perfect game, 74-0. and Damn, I hope you had that in the picture before, BBD. Keep baking the algorithm. Bake the algorithm. But the Celtics, the Celtics come back, man. It's just what a Boston sports team does. And I love Kemba Walker so much. Uh, but Jason Tatum's the story for them, 34-8-6. and He is bona fide. I mean, we start talking about... We start talking about... Playoff basketball, and I mentioned the Nuggets-Jazz game, and only two guys on each team had above 10 points. 
I mean, Tatum would be one of those guys. Like, if you start looking at playoff basketball dudes that would get it done, I mean, Tatum's on that list, and he's climbing the list of NBA dudes. Boston comes back. They win 102-99. to Marcus Smart and Kemba Walker both started going nutty from three. They were both terrible the first three quarters. Marcus Smart is my NBA like game if I came to life. If what I am on a, a street ball court, I'm going to play some defense. I'm going to miss a lot of shots. I'm going to have fun out there. That's Marcus Smart, and that's part of the reason I hate him, but I also love him. Uh, so Boston goes up 2-0. Interested to see. I mean, will Toronto fight back? Because everyone's been in on Toronto. Like I even with Even without Kawhi, everyone's been on Toronto all year. Van Vliet, everyone can shoot. Ibaka. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. BBD, anything else from the hoops last night? Either game. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, just... I thought the Raptors would have won one of these games. I think both games were close. This game particularly was very close, so could have could have gone either way. Yeah, like I was kind of fully on the Raptors cha- train. Like after they handled their first series pretty easily. Well, the part they played the part that's going to be interesting for me, BBD, is well, a can the Raptors get the third game? Because if they don't, the series is just yeah, over. Um, and going back to the Jazz Nuggets game, those guys were gassed. There's a lot of tired shots. They're playing a lot of basketball in a tight window. So if Boston can get a sweep or a 4-1 win or something like that, that could be huge, especially if the Bucks end up going 7 with the Heat. So that's what I'm interested to watch going forward with the basketball. Uh, I think we got a couple good games tonight. As of right now, people... Unbelievable. I don't know if it was one of you peacocking, but right now we are 82 likes, zero thumbs down. I might call that my perfect game. If I can get to the comment section with that, you guys are awesome. We got so many people live on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook. People going to be listening later on the podcast app. 195 reviews on the podcast app. We're killing it. And it's because of you guys. So thank you. Um, I really do appreciate it. Every day we read a comment from yesterday. I grabbed two. I grabbed two from yesterday. Uh, Corey Lemons said, why does Jake look like a young Joe Rogan? I'll take that to the bank. Short. Joe's doing pretty well for himself. He tried to pursue a few different avenues, and now he kind of found his thing. Short. I'd like to get back in shape, and I might have to shave this. So maybe I'll start going full Joe Rogan. That one was to just compliment myself. BBD, this was a good sports comment that I wanted to bring up. Griffin Chalum, if I'm saying that right, said this is the first time in a long time that the Cubs and White Sox are both leading the division. I would be so excited to see them face off in the World Series. And that was just funny to me because they're two teams I've talked a lot, talked about a lot this year, but I've never done that. We haven't done the they're both Chicago. Like if the Mets were really good this year, how many times would we have said like, could a Subway Series happen? And you kind of forget, like, I don't think if you're in that Chicago bubble, you would ever, would have had that thought yet. So I thought that was cool that Chicago's thinking that way, and you should. Both teams are good. And rolling. Get excited about it. So that was cool. So yeah, uh, leave a comment. I usually check the YouTube for the comments, if I'm being honest. 195 on the podcast app. Let's get to 200 by the end of the week. Um, That would be really cool. But uh, yeah, it could be sports, it could be jokes, it could be anything. Thank you for putting White Sox, Cubs, World Series on our radar. That's cool. Just hadn't, hadn't even if thought not about Yankees, that. Not Yankees. I'm kind of excited for that. 
Potentially. And it's exciting stuff. Um, and our second to last segment is Bro of the Night. Bro of the Night. Bro of the Night is the either one of the best performers of the night or someone who did it for the team, put on for the city. I put on for my city. Uh-oh. And he threw up on the mic. I'm going with Marcelo Zuna. Uh, and it's not necessarily for his performance last night. Although he hit three home runs, the pitchers Plays he in. the pitchers he hit them off of stick. I mean, big bad. It was Ryan Weber, and then I think it was Kyle, the lefty Hart. dude, Kyle Hart. I mean, these guys are are AAA at best pitchers. The dude the Red Sox have starting today hasn't played Major League Baseball since 2014 or something, and he's got a career 10 ERA or something. So. The Red Sox are throwing I'd out bad pitching. Em. Ozuna hits three home runs, and that's very cool. And I'm not going to take away from it because it's still extremely hard to hit three home runs in a baseball game. The bigger thing that I almost need to apologize to Braves fans for, I thought Ozuna Ozuna came in to replace Josh Donaldson as a hitter. And Josh Donaldson has a much better career of hitting than Marcelo Ozuna. Just like go check out the stats if you really want to. Ozuna's career OPS starts with a 7, 791. This year he's raking. He's 295, 383 on base, a 987 OPS, 11 home runs now. He's up there with the home runs leaders. Marcelo Ozuna has been great for them. I was kind of skeptical about him replacing Donaldson. Someone noted in the chat Donaldson's been hurt, but he has four hits all season. Um, and Marcelo Ozuna had three home runs. Last night So shout out to Ozuna for last night Shout out to what he's been doing this season For the division leading Braves He's been one of their best players So that's that's my bro of the night BBD Who do you got? I, Jake, am also doing baseball yes. I'm going with Ian Happ okay. Friend of the program Yes, And he's been just on a season long tear You know But particularly the last six games 11 for 25, 4 homers A 1.441 OPS in his last week, and doing it against his hometown team last night from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Hits the leadoff homer, hits the go-ahead shot late, or not a shot, go-ahead RBI. Right. Shot He's up the middle. It. Shot up mm. the middle. And in center field for the Cubs, who are in first. He, uh... running away with it. Someone, 25, it's like all coming together. I, it was all good before. Yeah, I mean, we when we talked to him before the season, we didn't know if he was platooning. We didn't know if he was playing second base. We, we kind of didn't. He didn't know what was going on, yeah. Uh, he was just hoping to get his at-bats, and he has. He's got a one-dot OPS. He's got, like, I just mentioned Ozuna before. Ian Happ has a 845 career OPS, 350 games. Like, it's a decent sample. He's still, he's just turned 26. Like, he's really good. Like, you think Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, like, you kind of have to start bringing Hap in the mix. He's been really good. Just became the Cubs' all-time leader in home runs yeah. from a switch hitter. Yeah, we saw, we saw that on MLB Network this morning. Uh, <laughs> Ian Hap, the, that'll, that'll be one of your Wake and Jake take, takes of the day. Ian Hap, the all-time Cubs leader in switch hit home runs. Didn't phrase it great, but I think you got it. Uh, but, yeah, if there, if there weren't Tatis and Betts, like, Ian Happ would be an MVP-type guy. He's probably going to get MVP-type votes if he keeps this up, and that's crazy. People probably don't think of Ian Happ like that. So People don't think of Ian Happ when you're talking about the Cubs, and he's yeah. been 
overall their best player. Yeah. BBD, lastly, a couple people asking about the shirt. It is Roosevelt's, R-S-V-L-T-S. Go check them out. They like us. I think it's roosevelts.com slash johnboy. So, and we've got like a promo code and stuff. So if you're really into that, go check it out. Uh, BBD, finally, what are we watching tonight? Holy smokes. I was excited for Miami-Milwaukee come basketball, but OKC-Houston game seven. I forgot about that game. Completely forgot about so it. So that's huge. Um, game seven. Harden, Chris Paul, Westbrook. I mean, there's a lot on the line there. Like, kind of the opposite of what I said about Mitchell and Murray. Like, those guys still have careers ahead of them. They weren't only getting judged off this. I think if Chris Paul loses this, everyone's going to say, ah, Chris Paul, he doesn't win playoff series. If Harden and Russ lose this... People are going to say the Rockets got to blow it up. Yeah. Which they might, but... So this is a this is a big game seven. Uh, I'm excited for that, and the whole world, not only us, uh, should be watching Yankees Rays because I think they're going to issue warnings before the game. But depending how the game goes, those could go out the window pretty quickly. And if it's a good game, I mean, it might be the most intense game of the baseball season. If this, if the Yankees Rays ends up being a two one game in the seventh. Like, I think it's going to be the closest thing you've seen to playoff baseball this year. I think these teams are locked in, pretty pissed off at each other, and that's exciting. Um, BBD, I know I just ended up taking a lot of what people should be watching tonight, but is there anything else Anything else out there? Well, in that Rays-Yankees game, Charlie Morton, his first game back from injury. Right. They're getting a guy back, right. and it's Morton who, did he get hurt in the game against the Yankees? Maybe. It sounds right. Sure. We'll I don't know it. what kind of length he's giving, but then Kevin Cash is going to be able to go to his whole damn stable right. of pitchers that throw 98, which we kind of glossed over God. a little bit. That's, uh, that was an instant regret. And by the way, okay, so for all my Yankee fans who are still in here, that's a classic case of Chapman did the bad thing. Wherever He's the you, most wrong here. Wherever you stand on it, Chapman did the bad thing. When <laughs> Kevin Cash says that quote, it, to end it, and he was so angry and so confident. We got a whole stable of guys to throw 98. And then that quote gets to Boone, and that's instant flip. Like Boone goes, oh, I mean, that sounds pretty scary. That's dangerous. <laughs> and it's totally the right move because now you just made Kevin Cash the asshole. And I, I wonder if Cash does get suspended. People were talking about that. Like, you kind of should. You kind of just threaten the other team. Like, suspensions are supposed to be from deterring people from doing something. And I think you should try to deter managers from telling the other team that we have a bunch of guys that throw 98. Just uh, just deter it real quick. Yeah, so that's not good. Uh, so, other one I've got, Blue yeah. Jays, Marlins. Okay. Blue Jays been rolling, Marlins. Make the additions at the deadline. It's Sixto Sanchez going again. Oh. If you like prospects, go check out the Marlins game. Sixto Sanchez, pretty special. Uh, Everyone, Wake and Jake takes of the day. Um, Did Chapman throw at the guy's head? No. Did he try to throw up and in and the ball ended up at his head? Yes. Not known for his precision necessarily. Is that cool? No. Um, So there was intent. Not the intent to kill him, but he almost did, and he can't do that. Um, Ian Happ is the Cubs' all-time leader in home runs by a switch hitter. Um, Mitchell and Murray are good. 
Check out everything on the John Boy Media Network today. Guys, you baked the algorithm hard today. A lot of likes, a lot of comments. Five away on the podcast app from 200. Morning just happened. Go check that out. That's got its own YouTube. Talking Giants out. Talking Baseball is out. They're coming out. It's out. John Boy and Jake Radio coming up in a minute. Stay tuned for that. You guys are awesome. I love you. Sports are great. We love sports. We love sports. I love you. Jake at night. Jake sucks.